Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. High tech, Glenn. Hey, what in the world makes me high tech? Well, because you you got us you you started us on this path of podcasting, and now we're going to take it to a take it to a new level. And I think during this segment, we're we're going to be live on our Instagram. Is something like that? Yeah, uh, something like that. We have uh, Instagram uh, account sober podcast. Mm-hmm. We got some uh, some great followers, folks that reach out and connect with us. Not just on Instagram, but also to our email, which is podcast at sober.coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, as folks know, and they, they kind of laugh along with us that we're still trying to figure all this out. But we're just hanging out at the coffee shop. Uh, a little technical coffee shop, but it's a coffee yeah. shop. We got some good uh, background sounds, and we actually drink coffee. And But just sharing our experience, strength, and hope with other people on the Sober Path of Recovery, man. You know, we, we've certainly enjoyed, you know, and, and benefited from being on that path. Um, and we just want to share that with others, you know. Yeah, that's great. You know, and a lot of times we come in with an idea of what we're going to talk about. Other times we come in and we have no idea what we're going to talk about. Sometimes it's scripted. Sometimes, man, who and, knows? And the, and the big thing that was scripted for this, we said, you know what, we really need to talk about honesty this week. And, and and a couple titles, before we had knew what the content was, a couple titles were kicked around. Yeah. Mine was, you know, honesty, an absolute truth. But then I thought, ooh, the word absolute. Right, you know, right. That's a It wasn't my word, medicine, man. but that was, yeah, that was <clears> a, that's tough a tough one. word. So I what do we land on? The bullshit stops now. The bullshit stops now. That's it. That's, that's great. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm doing well. Um, I think I've I've got uh, I think ten episodes now where mm-hmm. I have not said the f word. Whoa! So uh, maybe ten. It might be twelve. I don't know. But yeah. uh, but this is definitely a, a great uh, title. The bullshit stops now. Bullshit. And 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 it really had to. It really had to stop. And, and boy, there re- was a lot of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you know. The thing is, I got so good at it. I got so really good at it because because it was my coping defense. It was my protector against what the truth that was going on in my life. So so dishonesty and denial were my were the lead car on my train, you know, and and it just became a habit then. And then I started lying about things that really didn't have to be lied about, you know. Yeah, so I think with with alcoholics, what what I have seen and what I have been told, right, Mm -hmm. um, is that, you know, lying or lack of honesty, Mm -hmm. um, there's a multiplier effect. I mean, you know, I've heard and and seen and read that, you know, alcoholics can take lying to the extreme. Mm -hmm. You know, they just really can. Mm -hmm. And and I found myself uh, many times when I was drinking— when my lips were moving, mm-hmm. I was lying. You know, it just I, I and and I lied when I didn't have to lie, right? Because I just didn't even know, you know, a lot of times what the truth even was. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's crazy. Well, um, you know, and it, it certainly fed because because it fed on itself. And so, so what happens with me was was that the lying them. I had to lie more, and then I that made me feel worse, and the remorse came in, and you know, 
it just it just it was a pile on. It was just a pile on of again denial and dishonesty for me. Yeah, so you know, I kind of looked at when when you brought this up, and I, I, I kind of looked. I said, okay, when when I was drinking, when I'm an active alcohol, actively drinking, right? What did I lie about? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and and there were some key topics that that came up. Um, one is. I lied to myself, and people are like, well, how do you lie to yourself? How do you tell your sweatshirt if it's gray? Oh, it's green. Well, it's not that simple, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what I lied to myself about was that my life and what I was going through was normal. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. right? Um, part of that was my progressive stepping down over time and my drinking getting worse over time. The consequences increasing over time. But it, each time I stepped down, I had a little chance to adjust, you mm-hmm. know, and kind of, okay, okay, this is normal. This, you know, this wasn't as good as the last step. It mm-hmm. wasn't as good as being up there. But hey, I'm okay here. I'm learning how to live on less money. I'm learning how to. I'm not liking myself as much today. But maybe I'm just going through, you know. So I adjusted, right? right? So I, I was lying to myself about believing my life is normal. I also lied a lot to control or manipulate. Mm-hmm. People, places, things. I try to manipulate everything, control it, everything the way I wanted it. And then lastly, I think I lied to get out of or avoid trouble or consequences from my drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're my three, three big ways that I lied. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think I, I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm saying, boy, I connect with each one of those. You know, I lied to avoid the pain. So I, I always was looking for the easier, softer way. And where I disagree or came up a little bit on a different path for me, I lied to myself thinking that I was so different. I wasn't normal. I was so different. I was gifted. I was creative. I, was, I, I bought into these little lies that I started in my head and then built onto. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm just a... I'm not that, but that's what I, but that's what I thought I was. And that's mm. what I thought I had to yeah. maintain, you know, and that, that just became a challenge, a real challenge. And I, I guess the, the whole reason I want to bring it up today is, you know, I, I think everybody, look, I, I don't think anyone's ever going to attain a hundred percent honesty. I know I won't. I, I try, but you know, there are, there are times where, to lie is 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 less painful to somebody else than to tell the truth. In other words, you know, do these genes make me look fat? Well, you know, there's a certain answer to that question, and it's never yes, you know. And so we've got those kind of yeah. we've got those kind of honesty lines. But when you come right down to well, it, well, just being honest doesn't yeah. give you a license to be an asshole. Well, that's right. Right. That's right. And so I love that. Yeah. So for for me, I, I I'm looking at honesty <clears throat> i had to get honest with myself and say all right michael what do you control because michael thought he controlled everything in the world and uh and and you know i've surrounded my brain with whatever took whatever supported that that said i can do anything and, and i'm not suggesting for a moment that people can't accomplish grand things i think what i came to what I came to believe is that I had to be honest about what my capabilities were based on my situation and based what my purpose in life. And see, that was all void for me before. It sounds a little deepish, 
little head track to you know head s- stuff but you know for I, I just had to kind of come to terms with being comfortable in my own skin and and I, being outside my skin was being dishonest to myself and and then therefore I was dishonest to everybody around me and why does it matter to me today because I know what dishonesty will do to a person <clears throat> in recovery and that's really what I wanted to beat home today is the importance of being honest and the role that plays in recovery. That's great. Well, before we dig in further, why don't we switch on, Brian, let's try that uh, that camera. Let's go live with our folks. There we go. There we go. We're in the, so everybody that thinks that we're actually in a coffee shop because we do get that a lot. We're, we're really not. Well, we, we are. We do have, we do we have coffee. We do drink a ton of coffees. Yeah, we are. Right? Our, our life runs on Dunkin'. Dunkin Donuts. That's, that's great. Right. That's great. So just uh, good morning to everybody. Hey, shout out to everybody. Uh, great to connect and, and walk with you on the sober path. Um, so to continue on honesty, one of the things I, I picked up about that is, you know, first of all, we talk about it in our program, mm-hmm. right? In, in, in fact, you know, if you read how it works, you know, we start with the word rarely, right? Mm-hmm. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path, mm-hmm. right? And then it says the, the, the people, people who may find a challenge are those people who are constitutionally incapable of being, being honest, honest with themselves, Right, right, and and that kind of we we've chatted about that, you know, to to a certain degree, um, but honesty in the twelve step program in sobriety is one of the spiritual principles of the twelve steps, um, and it, it uses the word rigorous honesty. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know, man, you use that hundred percent. Yeah, right, right. You know, that's a high bar. <laughs> it is. You know, and it I'm, is indeed. Yep. I, I hate that hundred percent bar because life happens and, right. and it's hard to hit right and you know going back to and how it works on page 58 59 of the big book uh only because that's probably You're the a most page thrower no man. that's the most page, red page, page well you know thrower. the funny thing is i i came into the i came into sobriety at 59 years of age and they told me that the answer how it works is on page 59 uh-huh. of the, and i thought hey that's a sign right right um but but yeah they mentioned honesty three times in the first paragraph you know it's 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 important it's an important important virtue certainly is so what's rigorous honesty that's 100 percent, right that's 100 that's and the that's goal? just yeah that's the goal right so you know i have found in sobriety that i mean i always looked at myself as a good person i had good mm-hmm. intentions until i started drinking and then my intentions went off the rails mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then my whole life went off the rails um you know but but being you know i don't have a problem today with telling the truth mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm focused on in ratcheting up Mm -hmm. so I get closer to that 100% Mm -hmm. is telling the whole story, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. I can tell you 10 lines, 10 facts, and those 10 facts are 100% true. But if I omit the 11th and that 11th changes the the other 10, am I being honest? Mm -hmm. Am I really being truthful? Right in 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 my daily dealings, and so that's something that I'm looking at now, and that's for me that ties into manipulation. It ties in, you know, but I have noticed situations where I'm telling you, hey, the ten things I told you, Mikey, are 100 percent true. Mm-hmm. That eleventh would change the whole landscape, and so that's kind of what I'm working on right now, and it's it's helping me improve and bring up my whole character. 
Well, and what I'm does that make sense? Yeah, it sure does. What I'm working on right now, and really the point I, the most important point I'd like to convey that I've learned, is that if I, it's a red flag to me. Honesty is kind of my gauge. It's my gauge line, and if I find myself beginning to be dishonest about little things, that to me is my old self coming back into play. And that and, grows. And that red flag, that's when that's when I begin because then because then I know I'm headed in a direction that I that I came from instead of the direction that I'm going. And and there's no better way and working the steps, the tenth step is to take inventory on a daily basis. You know, uh, where, where were you right? Where were you wrong? Where did you hurt somebody? And were you honest? That's one of the inventory questions. Were you honest today? And, you know, the 10th step doesn't necessarily need to be reserved for 10 p.m. It can, be, it can happen at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and 10 a.m. And, and, and throughout the course of the day. But again, to me, it's, it's, that's my bench line of how I'm doing is, is the honesty part. And that's why... I love the title, The Bullshit Stops Now, because if the bullshit starts again, that means my drinking could start again, and that scares the... Right, so as I look at my path of sobriety here for a number of years, um, I have really noticed and I'm very aware that when I started eliminating my lies, mm-hmm. my behavior started to change. Mm-hmm. And, and I also knew that if I was going to not tell lies anymore, then I had to behave rightly. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have to cover up with lies, you know? And, and yeah, life becomes much easier, you know? Mm-hmm. But if I go back and tell that one lie, mm-hmm. if I don't do, you know, what's, what's in step 10 on page 86, you know, upon retiring, mm-hmm. if I don't look at my day and say, hey, man, what, was I honest? Was mm-hmm. I truthful? If I don't correct it or correct it in real time, mm-hmm. you know, if I don't correct that, that's a seed. You know, mm-hmm. for me, that's a weight that starts going on my shoulders and I carry that because I'm super aware that I'm lying. See, we're seeing it the same way. Yep. We're, it's it's a bench line. Super, it's a bench. super aware. Yep. Awesome. I know, man. Bullshit stops now. Bullshit. Makes it real, right? Yeah. I had a guy, I had a guy, um, he's, you you know him, he, he frequents the rooms. In the meetings, and that was the first line out of his sponsor's mouth. He said, "You want to get sober?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "All right, well, the bullshit stops now." That's awesome, you know, man. And that's it. So, well, let's keep it rolling, my friend. All right, brother. All right, thanks. Glenn. Thanks for jumping in the coffee shop. All right, man. man. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.